Good morning, everyone. It's time for news. That's right. Election Day is on its way. Well, actually, it's here. Clear skies in the Queen City. Temperatures approaching 40. The It is Election Day, and it brings to an end a long, hard-fought campaign in which incumbent Mayor Ted Gatsis has kept focus on taxes and spending and the next steps to combat the opioid crisis. And Joyce Craig, uh, rival Joyce Craig, a former Ward 1 alderman and school board member, has kept focus on the awful, terrible, very bad Mayor Ted Gatsis. The race is, of course, a rematch of the last election nail, last election's nail-biter that had Craig asking for a recount after losing by 75 votes on election night. Because of an error in the recount, Gatsis ended up winning by 64 votes instead of 89. No matter how it gets sliced, it was really, really close. Some expect that Craig will prevail today, given her new miss two years ago. Others believe uh, she hit her high water mark, uh, high water mark and uh, point to the parade of two uh, of Democrats from across the country, like Sanctuary City Mayor Eric Garcetti of Los Angeles and former Vice President Joe the Groper Biden as evidence she's having trouble mobilizing her base. Others believe that after two consecutive tax cap overrides and a property revaluation that caused taxes to spike, the override of Gatsis's vetoes on overly generous labor union contracts, the ethical issues that have dogged both the Board of Aldermen and the Board of School Committee, and the, both boards' refusals to surrender their pricey taxpayer-provided health benefits, the issue set has shifted to Gatsis's favor and put at risk a number of incumbents on both boards. They believe Gatsis will eke out a bigger win than two years ago, while challengers have had a will, will have a good day uh, in races for aldermen and school board. By eight o'clock, we'll know who is right. The polls open this morning at six and close tonight at seven. So let's get ward by ward and take a look at all the races. In Ward 1, incumbent Alderman Kevin Cavanaugh faces a tougher-than-expected re-election bid against former Ward 3 school board member Christopher Stewart, who's ignored the conventional wisdom about his impending doom to wage a very active campaign. For school board, incumbent Sarah Ambrosi faces former state rep Joe Lachance in a race that's been under most everybody's radar. Some believe Ambrosi hurt herself by not only opposing the elimination of taxpayer-provided health benefits, which she takes, but also by voting to keep secret the investigative report that confirmed the, vi- confirmed the violations of law committed by at-large board member Nancy Tessier and the report that exonerated at, uh, uh, at-large uh, uh, board member Rich Gerard of the baseless uh, wiretapping charges leveled against him. In Ward 2, uh, frontrunner Will Stewart faced an unexpectedly strong challenge from Bob O'Sullivan in the race for alderman. O'Sullivan seemingly turned the conversation from bike lanes and park maintenance to the opioid epidemic with his 30-60-90 plan, saying if Manchester really wanted to restore its quality of life, it had to respond differently to the opioid crisis. He also hit hard on taxpayer concerns, pledging to uphold the city's tax cap, which Stewart, who has been endorsed by every city employee labor union, has refused to do. For school board, David Scannell, the union-backed former executive director of the New Hampshire Democratic Party, launched an all-out assault on incumbent Deborah Gang in Langton, whose campaign rallied impressively in the last month. This is a campaign school board watchers have taken great interest in, believing it could determine whether or not the district moves forward with a number of important changes supported by Langton or solidifies a failing status quo that would be advanced by Scannell's policies. 
In Ward 3, Alderman Patrick Long is in one of the marquee battles of this election cycle with opponent Tim Baines, son of the former mayor. It has at times seemed personal between the two, who fought for every vote on every imaginable level. For school board, incumbent Mary Nawanda Georges faces Philip Harris. That race hasn't been on anybody's radar, but it's one that could have a surprise result at the end of the night. In Ward 4, two incumbents embattled over their utterances on taxes and spending are facing hard-charging challengers. For Alderman, incumbent Christopher Herbert faces Steve Matthew in a rematch from two years ago. Matthew has made hay with Herbert's assertion that the elderly shouldn't receive a tax exemption to stay home, but should be on the receiving end of a government program that removes them from their home when they can't pay uh, pay the taxes so people who can will move in or can move in. For school board, Leslie wants oft-made statements that she's not on the school board to represent the taxpayers, but to represent the children hasn't been lost on challenger Mark Flanders, who pledged to use his experience handling an $80 million budget at his job to help the district better allocate resources to stay within the tax cap. Want, who unapologetically demands more money for school spending, also disappointed many when it was discovered she took the taxpayer-provided health insurance and voted to keep secret the aforementioned investigative reports. In Ward 5, incumbent Alderman Tony Sapienza faces some guy named Cameron Barr. Enough said there. Incumbent school board member Lisa Freeman faces former at-large school board member Kathy Staub, who was tossed out of office two years ago after championing a policy that prevented the schools from sending kids with live head lice home and prevented them from notifying parents of lice outbreaks in the school. Staub also took the health insurance benefits while voting to cut school programs. In Ward 6... Uh, let me see. Huh. We completely skipped Ward 6. Oh, my head. Well, we'll have to make it up as we go. In Ward 6, we can't know. Have I not read Ward 6 at all in the newsread this morning? Wow. In Ward 6, incumbent Elizabeth Ann Moreau faces Peter McCone, whom she... Dis, uh, whom she um, what's the term? Oh, whom she defeated uh, in a special election on September 19th. That race may be closer than expected. And incumbent school board member Dan Bergeron faces John DePietro in a race that is being watched widely across the city because of Bergeron's, shall we say, colorful antics on the school board. In Ward 7, incumbent Alderman Bill Shea. Oh, yeah, not only that, but he takes the health insurance benefits voted to uh, keep them, voted to keep secret the investigations, and, uh, well, voted to uh, do a bunch of other things, too. Anyway, in Ward 7, incumbent Alderman Bill Shea faces newcomer Brendan Weisso, and incumbent Ross Terrio faces Democratic Party interim Ethan Morehouse, who just graduated from Memorial High. In Ward 8, the race for Alderman is wide open with newcomer John Cataldo facing former Alderman and State Senator Betsy DeVries, a former union firefighter that has refused to say she will uphold the tax cap. Cataldo has made taxes and spending his central theme. The school board race features incumbent Erica Connors in a rematch with challenger Jimmy LaHue, whom she narrowly defeated two years ago. LaHue has grabbed a lot of attention with his plan to extend vocational education, while Connors has crafted a lot of controversy by voting for budgets that reduced spending on classroom supplies and building maintenance, but preserved the taxpayer-provided health benefits, which she takes. She also voted to keep secret the findings of the investigations involving the at-large members of the board and denied, despite clearly published materials, asking an outside company to have hundreds of written, handwritten postcards sent from across the country to support her re-election bid. 
Connors is also on the ballot as a Democrat in the special election for state rep in the ward against conservative Albert, uh, conservative Republican Albert MacArthur Jr. In Ward 9, there's another battle of the titans in the race for aldermen featuring incumbent Barbara Shaw and former five uh, fire chief James Burkish. Despite voting to override the tax cap twice in two years, conservatives have rallied to Shaw's reelection because of her promise not to do it again. Burkish has said he will vote to override the tax cap. He also said that he won't vote on the fire union's contract because his son is on the job. That's something Shaw did do on the teacher's contract with her daughter on the job, but she said she won't do it again. In Ward 10, incumbent Alderman Bill Berry says taxes aren't an issue in his ward because crime, roads, and schools are. He faces one of the tax cap founders in former state rep Tammy Simmons, who says, unlike Barry, she won't vote to override the cap and won't take the city's health insurance. For school board incumbent John Avard, the man who gave us the current teacher's contract, is up against newcomer Tom McGee, who served on a school board in Massachusetts for nearly a decade before moving to the Queen City. In Ward 11, former Alderman Russ Willett has taken the fight to incumbent Norman Gamash on both the tax cap and the conflict of interest issues. Gamash has voted twice to override the cap and voted multiple times on union contracts covering his daughter, who is a teacher, and his son, who is a firefighter. Both votes clear violations of the city's charter. For school board incumbent Kate DeRozier faces newcomer Alexander Avery. In Ward 12, two embattled incumbents are on the ballot. Alderman Keith Hirschman is up against recent West High School graduate and college student Hassan Essa. And school board member Connie Van Houten is up against newcomer Kelly Thomas, whose family has deep roots in the ward and gave up a, uh, and who herself gave up a career in teaching to become a licensed drug and alcohol counselor. Van Houten is also up against her own record of relentless personal attacks against several board members that have soured many in the ward and across the city on her time in office. All of the at-large members on both boards are unopposed, as is Ward 9 school board member Arthur Beaudry. That's news from our own backyard. Dread at Large, Hour 3 is next.